What's up, everybody? This is your online leadership mentor, Rina Zaharov, and welcome to the Nurture to Lead podcast. Every week, I'm coming at you with new information, new experiences to help you elevate your team and take your business to the next level. Enjoy and welcome to the party. Hello, and welcome back to the Nurture to Lead podcast. I am your host, Rina Zaharov, and I am so excited to spend a little bit of time with you today and talk about a really important conversation, something that I have spread a lot of awareness around in the network marketing leadership space over the last five and a half years, something that is near and dear to my heart because it was something I personally went through and something I personally overcame And it's not an easy conversation because there is a little bit of fire and and heatedness that comes out of me when I talk about this because it's very real and it affects a lot of people in network marketing. And and I just want to preface this by saying that there are a lot of people in other professions that go through similar things. I know there's people that have shared with me over the years, you know, this happened to me when I was in corporate and this happened to me, you know, when I was this profession or that profession. And the truth is, yes, absolutely. This is something that happens everywhere. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of parallels to network marketing leadership and other forms of leadership in other professions. But for today and for our audience here that tunes in for network marketing training and leadership, I want to talk to you about the very taboo conversation. What happens when leaders switch companies in network marketing? (laughs) It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And there's two different sides of the coin. Okay, so there are people like myself, and I'm going to take you a little bit into my story, not too much, because I want to give you some tangible tips on this conversation today. And I would love for you to share this out. So other leaders in network marketing can hear how detrimental this can be for their business long term. There's two sides to the coin, right? There's the people like myself, who genuinely felt they weren't in the right place, worked really, really hard for a considerable amount of time, and then knew I wasn't in the right place and made a business switch. Had no intentions of recruiting people from that company, had no intentions of doing anything out of integrity, and had an awful, awful experience. And I'm going to share that with you. Then there is the other side of the coin, right? There's the people that switch network marketing companies and they don't have integrity and they do do things that, you know, give everybody a bad name. They do go around bashing their old company. They go around bashing their old leadership. You know, they're hopping around from company to company to company. So there are two sides of the coin that are equally detrimental. And I want to share with you today, after being on one side of that coin and experiencing it personally, on what to do different, how to be different, how to lead differently than many people lead in our space. 
And this podcast, Nurture to Lead, I know that some of you started with me when I had the Become Shatterproof podcast. And the reason we shifted gears is because my coaching is all around network marketing leadership, how to build culture, how to build systems, how to build processes that can elevate your team to new heights where you can scale your business to six figures and beyond and do it in a way that feels so authentic and so compassionate and makes you really fulfilled. It is very possible. And so I'm going to be bringing you topics and conversations that are all things team culture, all things leadership, because it's one thing to know how to recruit and prospect and close and do social media. Yes, if you want to know my thoughts on those things, go to my YouTube channel. There are hundreds of videos, Rina Zaharov at YouTube, okay? But my passion, my passion is helping you lead your team more effectively, helping you lead yourself more effectively. And in order to do that, you need to know certain things that are going to affect you because if you're in this business long enough, you will experience leaders leaving your team. You will experience perhaps you yourself wanting to leave a team. These are real things. So back in 2015, I had been in my company for three years and I was what you probably would call a lifer in that company. I actually despise that term. I think it's a very cult-like term to call yourself a lifer in anything because you don't know the way life is going to take you. You don't know what you're going to be passionate about. You don't know what you're going to want to do long term. You don't know. Because life changes, you change, and that's the reality. And so that's exactly what happened to me. I was, you know, that lifer in my first company. I had gone all in. And the truth of the matter was that I started to see red flags. I started to recognize that I might not be in the right place. I started to see that my intuition was guiding me in one direction and yet everybody was telling me that I was wrong. I started to recognize that I was running in the same place three years into my journey and I had worked really hard and also produced. I had recruited probably about a hundred people or more into that business and I wasn't afraid of the hard work. But it comes a point where you have to look at, and here's the difference between switching companies after working really hard and putting in a lot of effort and creating results and switching companies because you're looking for that next shiny ball. You know, if you've been in a company for several years and you've produced a lot of results in that company, but you still see there to be flaws and there to be real issues, That's very different than being in a company for three years, not creating results and hopping around thinking it's going to be easier. And that's where the, that's where the discrepancy comes because a lot of people will hop around, but they didn't create results in any of the companies they were with. I'm talking to the person like me. I'm talking to the person that did create results, that did produce, that was able to recruit, that was able to build a team, that was able to do all of the things that were asked of them, and still years later, we're not progressing, we're not moving forward. And the truth of the matter is, 
the grass is greener where you feel good. I cannot tell you how much I despise the phrase, the grass is greener where you water it. And that was what was said about me when I switched companies. I switched companies in 2015 because I was not happy where I was. And what came next was a bunch of mean girls who decided that because I left the company, I was no longer able to be their friend. They were no longer to be, they were, I was no longer to be, I can't speak today. They were no longer able to be my friend on social media. They, many of them blocked and deleted me. Many of them threatened and harassed me. Some of them messaged me and said things like, um, you know, you better stay away from my team or for the health of my business, I can't be friends with you anymore. And then they don't take it personal. And then they deleted and blocked me, right? These things happen and many, many more, many, many more things happened. And I, and I'm going to tell you all of these years later, I'm so grateful that that happened because it actually was such a difficult time in my life that pushed me to become the leader I am today. It created a vision inside of me and a fire inside of me that initially I was, I was doing things for the wrong reasons. I wanted to prove them wrong, right? Have you ever felt like that? Somebody doubts you. I mean, people have doubted me in many things I've done. And to be honest with you, the people that have doubted me the most are, I'm most grateful for them because they were the ones that motivated me the most. So when people were telling me network marketing is a, is BS, it's a scam, it's this, that, and the other, it motivated me to prove them wrong. When, when I left my first company and people made comments to me like, you know, the grass isn't greener on the other side, or you'll be back, or nobody ever leaves here and creates success, that motivated me because I was angry. But let me tell you something. I'm no longer motivated by those kinds of things. I do things to help people. Today, I come from a very different angle. I'm going to admit 100% my ego was not in the right place back then. I wanted to prove them wrong. I wanted to, you know, create success. I needed to literally um, calm down. Okay. And I, and I agree. And I agree with that. Like I know I was very feisty back in those days and I went to social media and I did videos because I was hurt. I was angry, but let me tell you, I have grown tremendously over the last five and a half years since all of that happened. I have become a better version of myself. I am not angry anymore. I don't have resentment. I don't want to prove anybody wrong. I just want to help people. I want to help people see that sometimes you're not in the right company and that's okay. I want to help people see that there is false loyalty in network marketing. I want to help people see that hopping around isn't always the answer if you're not willing to do the work. I want to let people see that there are so many sides to this conversation. And one of the things I'm super against are any forms of blanket statements in any way, shape or form, because no situation is going to be cut and dry. There's always going to be gray areas. There's always going to be a difference of opinion. And so I want to share with you a very easy way to run your business. Very easy way to run your business. Easier than you may think. First of all, if somebody moves on from your team, let them go. 
bless and release them, wish them well when they come in and wish them well when they when they when they move on. First things first, you don't own your team. Your team does not work for you. You have no right to ever make your team feel bad because they want to move on in their life. You have no right to make your team feel any kind of way for the results that they have. There are so many network marketing uplines. I call them uplines because a leader is not a rank. You can be making millions of dollars doesn't mean you're a leader. It means you've built a business that generates millions of dollars. Okay, a leader is somebody that can move a group of people in a positive direction. There's positive leaders and there's negative leaders. There are leaders that I've had in my network marketing career, leaders with quotation marks, because to me, those were negative leaders. They would push their desires on their team. They would get disappointed when people didn't rank advance. They would only reach out to them because they had their own agenda. Be different. Don't be that kind of leader. Don't be that person that pushes your desires on your organization. Be the kind of person that makes people feel part of what you have going on, whether they're running. You know, there are some people in my organization that their attitude and energy is is that of an amazing leader. And sometimes the volume or the business underneath them takes time to show up. And all it took was you having enough respect for them and enough appreciation for them to make them feel appreciated in your team. It's as simple as that. You don't need to push your desires on your team. You don't need to be cliquey in network marketing and only hang out with the with the top people. You don't need to have an energy of, you know, them and you. It doesn't work that way. If you want to lead a team that does millions and millions in volume, millions and millions in volume, then you need to learn how to appreciate the people in your organization and not speak only to the five percenters. And the five percenters are those people that they don't need your help. They're going to get it done regardless. I am a five percenter. So what that means is whether I have support or don't have support, I'm going to get things done. Whether someone's motivating me or not motivating me, I'm going to get things done. Whether I feel inspired or don't feel inspired, I'm going to get things done. Whether I'm in a good mood or a bad mood, I'm going to get things done. The reason for that is because I have a five percent desire. I have a five percenters mentality, which means that I am willing to do what a lot of people wouldn't be willing to do. But that doesn't make me better than someone who has an 80% mentality. It just means that we have a different desire level. Somebody that has an 80% desire level, it means that their desire is, I want to make $500 a month. I want to make $600 a month. I want to pay my car payment with this business. I want to be in an amazing community. I love the community. So you need to learn as a leader to speak to every desire level in your organization. There's three desire levels that make up any organization. There's the five percenters, which are people like me. And I can't explain people like me. We just, we're the kind of people that we are 
self-motivated. We are self-disciplined. We're self-driven. That is somebody who has a five percenter mentality. They're just willing to do what they need to do and they will overcome all the heartbreak that happens along the journey and they'll just pull up their socks and keep going. They have a huge vision. An 80 percenter, sorry, a 15 percenter, so five, 15 percenter is that person that's looking for supplementary income. They're looking to, you know, maybe replace their income. They have a desire level of somebody that wants to make two to $3,000 a month. And they're very happy in that, in that bracket of income. And that's typically 15% of your team. 80% of your team has a desire level to make up to 500 bucks a month. So look at that ratio. Most leaders in network marketing, they only speak to the 5%. They only talk to the people that want to make $20,000 a month or more. They only talk to the people that are driven and hungry and are willing to do the do. You need to talk to 100% of your team. You need to be able to lead 100% of your team, not just 5%. And a lot of times people will move on from your team because they feel your disappointment. They feel your dissatisfaction. They don't feel like they're part of a larger organization. So before we even talk about what you should do if someone moves on from your team, the first thing you should do is to create a team that people want to be part of. It's a lot easier to love and value and lead an entire organization than it is to have people want to leave because they don't feel appreciated, because they don't feel valued, because they don't feel like you're speaking to them. They only feel like they matter if they rank advance or if they're part of that small 5% crew. It's a very small percentage, you guys. So what do you do differently when someone moves on from your team? That then you know, what do you do differently than most network marketing leaders? So everything that was done to me, you're going to do the opposite. So first of all, when, when I left my first company, what did they do? They rallied the team. They thought they were protecting their team from me, but what they did was they pushed their team to want to know why I left because their team knew that I was hardworking. And the people that had a mind of their own, that knew the kind of person I was, that I had, I had helped many people in my three years of being in that company. I had poured my heart and soul to helping a lot of people. And a lot of those people that I helped, they, they forgot quickly how much I helped them, but that's okay. That's, that's part of the journey. I forgive them because they were only coming from a place of of their own understanding at that time. That's okay. I have forgiven them and I have literally moved past it. And actually I'm most grateful to them because they motivated me. I'm going to be totally honest. You take a five percenter like me and you tell me I can't do something and you better believe I'm going to get it done if I want to. If I don't want to, I'm not going to. But tell me I can't do something. It just adds fuel to it because it pushes me even harder to want to get it done because I have a strong desire level. I have a very strong work ethic and I don't take no for an answer. When I was in that company, I could barely, you know, get to the third third rank. And, you know, after five and a half years, our team did seven figures in sales in dollars in the month of November. 
So, you know, I, I've moved on and I've, I've been able to, to lead by example. What I'm teaching you through this message is what I have actually done to get where I am today. It's not just smoke and mirrors. It's not just me wanting to hear my own voice. It's me wanting to help you. It's me wanting you to experience this kind of growth and this kind of success and this kind of result. And it all stems from how you make people feel. So if someone leaves your team, don't alert the whole team. Wish them well and let them know that, of course, you're going to miss them. And of course, you're going to be sad, but that you want to you want to cheer each other on. You know, I'll never forget it. I had a person leave my team once and I did exactly that. I said, listen, my door is always open. And I cheered her on and I supported her in her new business. And guess what happened a year or so later? She came back to our team because I left the door open because I didn't burn a bridge because I didn't make her feel bad because she had a different, you know, desire level at that time. I wanted to move on because I didn't treat her like she was some alien, like I was treated. You don't need to block and delete people when they move on from your team. That is so disrespectful. Why on earth would somebody be less than because they left your network marketing company? Like it was so hurtful at the time but now I look back and it's actually really bizarre it's really strange it really is if you think about it 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 is reminiscent of a cult it's a cult if you can't move on from a network marketing company without your name being thrown in the mud and with people stomping all over you and talking poorly about you and deleting and blocking you just because you made a business decision, if that is not reminiscent of a cult or cult-like behaviors, I don't know what is. So be different. Don't be like that. You don't need to protect your team from anybody because you cannot poach people in network marketing. And how do I know that? You know, one of the biggest things they said about me when I left was she's going to poach your team. She's poaching your team. And here's the, here's the reality. People are not eggs. You cannot poach them. You could literally message me and offer me the most incredible opportunity. And I would tell you, I'm happy where I am. No, thank you. Okay. Because I love my business. I love my team. I love the work we do on a daily basis. If someone is not happy and you message them, then they may be open to looking at your business, but you didn't poach them. They are a grown adult who is able to make a decision for their life. And there's a big difference between poaching someone and an adult making a decision. If someone leaves, they weren't poached. They weren't happy on your team. They weren't a fit. It is what it is. I know I've been there. I've left a team and people have left my team. And I can tell you right now, I would never do what was done to me. It's not effective. These people that behave this way, they perpetuate the exact outcome that they don't want to happen. When you talk badly about somebody, the people that have common sense, so for example, when, when they were talking badly about me, there were people that knew me. They knew my character. They knew my heart. They knew that I was a hard worker. They knew that I would help them at a drop of a hat. Some of those people actually reached out to me and said, Rena, I can't believe what they're saying about you. People with a brain 
and a mind of their own and people that are not sheep, they will hear someone talking badly about someone. You know how they say that it's my favorite expression. They say, be the kind of person that if somebody were to talk badly about you, nobody would believe them. Well, when you talk badly about somebody that has been good to others, those people actually start to get leery of you, the person who's talking badly about that person. Because some people do have a mind of their own. And so what happened was, and I've seen this happen so many times, I've seen people actually who never would have left an organization, they ended up leaving and joining the person that their leader spoke badly about because they pushed them to go and check out what that person was doing. And so if you think that you're protecting your team, you're not. You're perpetuating cult-like behavior and people that have a brain and a mind of their own will always go and seek out information. It will cause curiosity in the person. So what you think you're doing to protect your team, you're actually doing the reverse. And you're actually causing the issue to grow because had you not said anything and just wished the person well, they would just move on. And, and in a couple weeks, everything would pass and you just carry on with your business. And that's the end of it. But instead, you draw attention. Why do you think celebrities, as much as it hurts to get bad press, why do you think celebrities sometimes, they, they bat, press is press. Good press, bad press, it's all press. And so if you're talking badly about somebody, as much as it could be complete false and lies, you're still drawing attention to the person who left. So what to do instead, I'm going to wrap up on this note, be a good human be a good human. Number one, create an environment that people want to be part of. Number two, speak the language of all desire levels on your team. Talk to the five percenters when you're doing a contest. Do a contest that speaks to everybody, not only the people that are the top producers. Don't single people out. Create an environment that includes everybody. Create a space for everybody on your team to thrive. Okay? And last but not least, when someone leaves your team, bless them, wish them well, tell them you hope they create success. Do you know if that, if you think just for a second, if you wish somebody well, they're not going to want to go near your team. They're going to have respect for you. They're going to honor you. They're always going to hold you in high regard because of how you treated them when they moved on from your team. Be a good human. It really boils down to just caring more about others than you do your bottom line. And, and the saying is so true. Help enough people get what they want and you will absolutely get what you want. But it all starts with how you make people feel. It's the reason why people will want to stay on your team. Okay. And it's the reason why people will respect you if they move on from your team. So I hope that adds value to you. I hope that helps you today. Um, it's a near and dear conversation because I went through it. I overcame it. And now I want to teach on it because I want other people to know, you know, the power of loving and leading through nurture and not being that leader that only speaks to the five percenter and not being that leader that makes people feel a certain kind of way because maybe they don't have the same goals and desires that you do. So if you got value from this, feel free to share it out. I'm always a message away. You can message me 
on Instagram, on Facebook. You can send me a DM at Rena Zaharov on all my platforms. You can send me an email at Rena Zaharov at gmail.com. And I always am wishing you success and I'm always here to help you in any way I can. Have a great day.